up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Hey, podcast listener, thank you for listening. Um, as a special bonus for checking us out on our podcast, we've got an exclusive contest running this week until Sunday, November 13th at 11.59 p.m. Just head to the website, chum1045.com, and enter the keyword, dunk. You can score a pair of tickets to see the Raptors take on the heat on Wednesday, November 16th. That's dunk. Enter it at chum1045.com now. Good luck, and I make sure to download tomorrow's podcast for another keyword and another chance to win. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum1045. Changes in the job market that you may not be aware of. Um, if you are applying for a job anytime soon, uh, take a look at your resume and make sure you haven't done one of these things. There are terms, phrases, and even words that once upon a time were used on a resume uh-huh. that are now no-nos. Passe. How about that? Mm-hmm. We want to hear some of them. Yeah. Let me- okay. Uh, first of all, putting your full address on a resume is not a thing anymore. If I look at my most recent resume, 100% my address is on there. Yeah. I'll look at it right now. I'm... I'm I almost certain is on there, but they're saying that it's it's not even necessary. Okay. Um, most people just use their email address, and it's also sort of a security risk. Maybe. You know, like if if the resume f- goes somewhere, you you only need your address for uh, HR and internal stuff. Mm-hmm. Look and at they my. They send you the big fat check because you got the job. Look at my stupid address on the top of my but, resume. Look at it. Just like what? Yeah, are you but doing but now? you know what? That's what we were taught to do. Yeah. So now. No, re- no, no, no address. Uh, all you need is the city and uh, the province, and that's it. Okay. Um, remember, the, you used to have an objective statement, like objective, to come in and do the best job I can and da, 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 or to, to achieve. The, you don't need an objective statement anymore, they say. Okay. Just a few lines on the top about the specific job you want and why you are a good fit for the job. Okay. Yeah, an objective... I, I never understood that objective statement. My objective is to make money. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah. But they, they used to tell us to do that. No more. Um, you know how you used to put your entire work history from the first job you ever had to the last? That Not would, needed That anymore. would be a book for me. There it is. So, so we don't need to. We just need to know what? The latest? Just the latest. Just the latest stuff. Relevant experience to the specific job you're, uh, okay. you're, um, you're applying for. Yeah. And if your, resume, if your resume for some reason goes two pages, it's probably too long. I'm going to have to say that's such a good point because when we get press releases here mm-hmm. and there's too many words mm-hmm. and there's too much stuff on it and it goes over two pages, yeah. people don't go through that. Yeah, two-page resumes. Yeah. I mean, you just yeah. need one page. Don't bury the lead. Uh, good call. Mm-hmm. Um, weak statements such as, I helped. I was partly responsible for. Yeah. I was in charge of. Those are weak statements. You need to use stronger action verbs that make you sound more in control and more impressive. I managed. I improved. That's an actionable thing. I generated. I streamlined. Right. You see how these are just moving clear, forward kind of. These thing. are more clear, concise, yeah. moving forward kind of oh, more more momentum type words. So I, manage, streamlined, yeah. improved, yeah, generated. That's great. Yeah. All right. Okay. And that that filler statement on every resume that always got under my skin. They finally said we don't need it anymore. What's that? References available upon request. Like. It just, even, it just goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. If they want the references, they will request it. Yes, they will. That's so right. You don't need it. So you, that's a that's a one pager right there. That's it. Love it. That's it. Okay, get your resume out and make the changes. I needed to make the changes of mine too. Well, 
Do I? No, you don't. I don't. Okay. Not after, <laughs> right now, I'm going to say all, all is well. Okay, thank you. Okay. okay. Turn up Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Would you rather raccoons or cockatoos? That's the question for everyone in Toronto right now. And the question is for what? <laughs> I mean, for what they do. For what they do. <laughs> I mean, what do uh, ra- what purpose do the raccoons serve in our in our city right now? You know, would you I, switch them out with cockatoos? Well, they're pretty to look at. They're definitely really you pretty. Know, uh, raccoons are a bit strange. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of slink. Yeah, you know, I, that walk is kind of. That's creepy. the part for me with the raccoons. Yeah. I think they'd be more acceptable for me. I mean, of course, obviously because they're digging in trash and causing. You know all that craziness right. in the alleys, but yeah. if they just walked a little more gracefully, I'd be okay with them. Yeah, yeah, and more accepting like that looks normal. In <laughs> Australia, they're having what they call um, cockatoos work to outsmart humans in escalating garbage bin war. How crazy is that? I mean, there's a picture of this beautiful cockatoo because they're beautiful. Yeah, opening up a bin. But here's the difference from what I understand. I mean, it's like they're taking on the, the, the quiet suburbs. They leave a lot of mess. Yeah. The cockatoos apparently are as smart as our raccoons. Yeah. You know how when you, you put your trash bins out and sometimes the raccoons, well, not sometimes, all the times oh, they go into the trash bin. So yeah. maybe you'll put a brick on top of the uh, trash right. bin to, to prevent it. Yeah. The cockatoos, these birds have figured out how to remove the bricks from the tops of trash bins in Australia so they can get into the trash. I mean, we're going to have to post this because it's they, crazy, they work right? they they really want that bin really badly. So they just take their their beak and they're pushing it on one side and pushing it on the other and and what's happening success. is with the population is they're watching other cockatoos open up the trash bins and they're learning from their from bird their, friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're like, "Wait, that's how it's done?" Guys, we figured it out. And then they go open up on the rest of the bins. Hey, Larry, did you see what Fred did last week? Let's go do that. Let's hit that bin on number <laughs> 12 uh, Circle Place. Open up the bin. Open up the bin. <laughs> <laughs> that's what now, they do. I know. That's, that's like they say raccoons are really smart. So are they. Mm-hmm. Cockatoos are, are. But I would guess it's learned behavior. Yep. And so the same thing with raccoons. Yeah. Now, I remember the time that they changed the lock on the green bins, Jamar. Okay. And there were green bins strewn on the street because they couldn't figure it out. You see like little claws and claw stuff. marks on the side of it, chewing it near it, near it like that. You know, that's what these guys need. The green bin is the good stuff. For yeah, them. it's the good. It's that's Ugh. fresh food. I know. I know. It's I know. Disgusting. But. I think. So, so in Australia, they have to deal with cockatoos. Yep. That's so the bottom it could line. be worse. Yeah. Or it could be better depending on how you look at it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Would you trade places with the Aussies? Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. How do you guys feel about email jargon? I can't stand it. Uh, like the like all the yeah. little thingies that people say in email, those little yeah. catchphrases to make it sound like you're part of the email person type of talky talk thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not. I, I, I get them. I don't get them. But I get them. One thing that I The one I don't like is circling back. Circling back. Hey, I'm sur- just circling back to... Just oh, tell me what you need. God. Remember what we talked about the other day? Here's it. Okay, say yeah. that. Right. But, you know, this. I'm looking at this list, Jamar, and I'm thinking in some cases with the Hollywood people being here, you know, and they have these kind of cocktails at TIFF or whatever, you know, uh, you know, it's oh, it's always the same kind of passive-aggressive stuff that we're talking yes, about. Yes, that's what it is. is. You know, Jamar, hi, Jamar, how are you? And I want to warn you about something. I'm talking to you right now. Right? I'm talking to you right now. There's right. a whole bunch of people. Right. But I'm shoulder surfing, too. 
That means I'm looking over your shoulder to see who the next person that I'm talking to. Shoulder surfing. Says, I've like, never like, heard this before. So I'm talking to you, but I'm also like, oh my I, gosh. This is what people do at yeah, those things, too. Yeah, I got do. a bunch Don't of that yesterday. I'm sorry, I have to go. I'll circle back with you when I get back. <laughs> That's what and I'm the, talking to. And it's, like it's, it's a small talk Yeah. while they're looking over your shoulder yes. at the person behind you. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shoulder surfing. So this passive-aggressive stuff that we're going to talk about email is kind of like what happens in real life with these tiffy cocktail parties. I mean, there's great people there. Don't get me wrong. But you're, you're, you're doing business. People are doing business at those cocktail parties. Whenever somebody puts in an in email, friendly reminder, <laughs> oh, it, means, it means that they are not satisfied with the, the timing of my response. But what if I was not ready to respond yet? You're never ready to respond. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> Friendly reminder. Please advise. Please advise. Please advise. You know, I do that. What do you want me to do? Yeah, what right. Do you want me to well, do? Like, Please advise. Uh, gotcha. Noted. Noted. It's like noted. I have done Looking that. for a little clarity yeah. on this. Please advise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people talk like But then they, then they make a, st- a, a statement, which I get. I've done that. Noted. Like, yeah, I got that already. Like, sometimes I, I do get all these emails. I go, yeah, noted. Got it. So I should just say got it. But these these are 10 phrases that make you sound passive aggressive at work. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we have the, to watch the, everything we say now. So the first one yeah. is please. as no, I'm sorry. Oh, the first one is please, please advise. advise. That makes you sound passive aggressive. Noted. When you just type noted. Yeah. yeah. Well, noted. I'm just saying yeah, I got it. All right. Maybe I shouldn't say anything at all. But Friendly. you would, you would never say that in real life. That's the thing about it. No one would ever just be like, "Oh, noted." Unless you're being petty. Exactly. Right. So they do it. Right. I've said that many noted. times. No, really? I'm like, okay, noted. Noted. Oh, look noted. at the look. Come on, man. With noted. the finger up. Yeah. Noted. With the finger up. Yeah. yeah. Friendly, not not the middle finger, the other finger. <laughs> friendly reminder. I, I, friendly you know, I, reminder. I, we'll do. Like, if it I, was I, friendly, you didn't have to tell me it was friendly. Yeah, but we'll do. I go, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. We'll like, do. But maybe sometimes the tone in a, in, in a written form yeah. than uh, a conversational one is different. Now, thanks in advance. Thanks in advance. That means get I, I never, that done I, I, Yeah, get it done now. <laughs> the other one is uh, per our last conversation. Do you, remember you would never say that to me in person. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jamar, per our last conversation. You would never yeah. say that. Yeah, as Why per you, our last conversation, that means I told you this already. <laughs> get it together. Okay. <laughs> Circling back is number Talked seven. about that, yeah. As per my last email. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I can't even remember the last email that I wrote right. as far as your last email. But, okay. They just want to qualify what they said. As promised. As, as promised. promised. Oh, I just see the person in their tight pants and their cup of coffee. Like, when they say things it's like, like that. It's like as promised by them or as promised by me? As promised. It could be either or. As promised, you didn't come through? Right. Uh. As oh, promised. Uh, or you could do it this way. As promised. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. They finally find scientifically figured out how to get a crying baby back to sleep. How about that one? If you're listening, Caitlin Green or Ruby Carr, who's just had babies, a baby boy and baby girl, respectively, listen up. Wish they had fast-tracked this one a couple <laughs> of years, but okay. That's right. Here we go. This is what you have to do, and uh, this is according to uh, a Japanese method that they did some research on, and they say, step one, you carry the baby around for five minutes, and this slows their heart rate within 30 seconds when you carry them around. Uh-huh. How about that? Uh, it, it it actually calms them down even better than rocking them. Because you're walking around 
They can feel your heartbeat. Yeah. It slows them down. They feel like they're being held. Yes. That's my guess. Yeah, the rocking yeah. motion is good, but standing up and carrying the baby around is even better. Okay. And then step two, you sit down and hold them for another five to eight minutes. And then you just use some patience. No rocking. Just sit. No rocking. Then you okay. just sit. Okay. Five minutes. That's when the best chance you have to get them to fall asleep again. That's the formula. That's it. Wow. Carrying them around for five minutes. Crying Close. baby. Yeah. And then sit down and hold them for another five to eight yeah. minutes. Yeah. Be patient or they may wake up. They've tested this and they said that it, it is battle tested. It works. Yeah. Let us know if you've done that. Let us know if this happens to you overnight. Let us know tomorrow how it works. When our son was an infant, yes, my formula was pick him up, put him in the stroller, put him into my car, yes. and drive around the street. This is what I was doing at nighttime while you guys were in your beds. Jamar. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter or anything. Jamar. I'm just letting you know. Jamar. I was doing circles around the neighborhood. I should have told you I did the same thing with the kids. <laughs> okay. Oh. And you know, to this day, the guy that works down the hallway still falls asleep in the car. Ah. Except when he's driving. <laughs> okay. Be aware. Oh, so it never goes away. It never goes away. Well, if you're, if you're at that part of the process, now you know the formula. Yes. Five minutes standing up and five minutes sitting down. No rocking necessary. Apparently does the trick. Yeah. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. There's been a long time stigma around women in cosmetic surgery. Mm-hmm. But uh, men are coming around the bend. <laughs> this story is wild. It's very wild. There's a man who has taken out a loan for $75,000 so that he can make himself just three inches taller. How does someone get taller? They lengthen his legs? Yeah, and you make it sound very, very um, as non-dramatic as, as it really is. It's like question mark, question mark, question mark. They do yeah. stretch the guy. Literally. Do you want to hear how this happens? Yeah, I do, because I think about hip replacements, knee replacements, but this sounds like it's different. It's very different. Okay. If you're eating breakfast right now and you got a weak stomach. Don't listen. You know what to do. Don't turn us off completely. But... This is how you get a man to be three inches taller. Mm. The femur. It's the longest bone, largest bone in the body. It's your thigh bone from your knee to look, look right on your hip. Hip, yeah. It's a very big bone, uh-huh. thick bone. The doctors go in and actually break the femurs. Yep. And then they go in and they put these these adjustable nails, like adjustable kind of devices in each femur. Uh-huh. And then they reconstruct the femur for him. And then using a remote control outside of the body. Stop it. <laughs> I'm serious. Using a remote control, a magnetic remote. For three months, they slightly extend those inserts every day. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> $75,000. He's paying about $1,000 a month to pay off the loan. Well, excuse me, $1,200 a month in repayments yeah. for five years. And he says that he, from his observation, yeah. being taller, especially for men, mm-hmm. is so detrimental to your success in the world he says that tall people seem to get it all. They get jobs, they get opportunities, they get dates, they right. get preferential treatment. And he says that being tall is so much of a of an advantage that he is willing to do this to get that 
that three inches of height. So what what height is he or will he be? Does it say? Let's see what height this man. Because I would, be. I'm, I'm curious. If he's about not that. over six foot. He'd wasted his money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you better be like. Yeah. You better be small yeah. forward at least right. or power forward. Like, let's see what he's doing. I would ask the person that's holding the remote, not take a vacation for three months. That's all. I like oh. consistency when okay. stretching. He started off at about five, eight and a half. Well, that's okay. And he wants an extra three inches. Oh, all right. Is it worth it? We'll uh, find out. Oh, no, we'll see. When he's dating all the girls, getting all the all the jobs, and <sighs> getting put on all the uh, the starting fives. Wow. <laughs> all the What's it going to be like for him to go through customs and go through that machine? Man. Beep, beep, beep. beep, beep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the well, th- thighs. There you go. Yep. A new medical procedure. It does happen. Is Amazing. it worth it to you mm-hmm. to get all that height? You decide. I say no. But he says a big yes. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. He'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Key to happiness. You know what the key to happiness is? I would like money. That's a good guess. Okay. But that's not the answer I'm looking what, for. What's it? What's it? Take another shot. What's the key to happiness? Mm. Listening to Chum. You know this. You say it all the time. I don't think I know. I'm really put on the spot. I don't know. What is it? When I say it, you're going to be like, oh, of course. What's the key to happiness? Azalea? Money. <laughs> I just said that. I oh. thought it was money, too. <laughs> Trust me. I really thought it was money. Family. Uh, family could be part of it. Health. Health as well. My mother used to say. Health oh, is a good one. I, I, I think these are all the, the last two things you said are, okay. are things that are... Could go under the, this is the, the things that can food. go under the umbrella. Okay, this is a keychain that's getting heavy. What's the <laughs> Okay. Right. The key to happiness, according to studies, <laughs> is gratitude. Oh, gratitude. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's true. That's a lot of people say money. Right. Thank you money. for the money. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, no, there it is. Good <laughs> way to do it. That's true. But according to research, they said that people who express gratitude yeah. are so much happier sure. than people who sure. don't. How much? 65% yeah. more happy. Yeah. And they and they state it, and so they are hearing themselves say it, too. Yeah, it's re- it, it's part of just aligning your brain yeah. and putting it in a place where you're already happy. So you're not expecting something to make you happy. Yeah. You're making yourself feel happy for what already is. Uh-huh. And when you use gratitude, that is what happens. Okay. So maybe something you could do as you're uh, driving into that job that you're happy to have. Okay. To work with that boss that you love. Love. (laughs) Right? Gratitude. Do it. All of them. I love them all. All of them. There's too many of them, but I love you all. Yes. (laughs) For that paycheck that is just enough. Got gratitude. (laughs) Gratitude. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Just get parking. That'd be great. Okay. Anyway. At least you have a parking spot. I do. And a I vehicle, do. right? Gratitude, yeah, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. I'm so grateful that no one parked in my parking spot this morning. There you go. There you go. All right. The glass is half full. We are shallow, Azalea. Uh-huh. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. How do you feel about people who talk loud in public? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people who are on the phone yeah. and... Uh, I don't know why people do this, but they turn on their speakerphone and they want to have those loud conversations. It happens in like public transportation if you're on the train or if you're on the bus or even just walking around. You walk past somebody and they're just having a loud conversation. Or or when you've landed. Yeah. 
Oh, that's the worst. Isn't that the worst? Yeah, I'll get you landed, and I should get the car, and I should get but then I gotta go pick up my like. Gosh, I'm like why I do don't you, care about what you. Why doing. do you do that? It doesn't matter that you. Why land. do you do we that? All landed, okay? We're Plane all... lands. Yeah. And then they're just like, "Honey, planes landed. We just hit the ground. We're Pearson." Yeah, uh, come pick me. It's like, I don't want to hear you talking. I don't want to hear you talking. But they and, think they do. And it's not always on speaker. Sometimes it's like they're just talking loud on their phone. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there's a company in Japan that, that hears our cries, Marilyn. And they've cr- created a, a product called the Talk. This is a mashup of the words mute and talk. Okay. It's for loud talkers. Oh, good. You put this device over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great. That's you, handy. Like kind of like a mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a Bluetooth wearable device, and it goes over your face. So when you talk, it muffles your voice so that the people around you can't hear your phone call, but the caller on the line does. Take a listen to this. Okay. Ah, yada, So this is a person obviously speaking Japanese. Yes. But it gives you two different samples of their voice, one when they're speaking out loud and one with the mute talk over their face. There's play, nothing attractive <clears throat> about this device. Play it one more time, please. The mute talk. This is p- a person talking with and without it. Listen again. Or you could stick a Kleenex box in their mouth. Yeah, same idea. That's the same idea. And now, I will tell you, when I see photos of this, I'm thinking, I don't think people wear this on the plane, although I'd really highly recommend it. It should be required. But when you're doing uh, virtual stuff, you know? Yeah. And you're at your house and your other family members are there, and you're going, whoa, yeah, I mean, you know, do that comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. That comes in handy. And if you're playing, like if you're gaming... And, you know, you only have so much room in your house. That helps, too. Right over the kid's face. <laughs> right over, or a dad, whoever's <laughs> or dad or whoever it is. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, they're almost there. It's, they have to kind of, it's just like when cell phones came out, how clunky they were. Yeah, yeah. They just have to fine-tune it a little. Yep, yep. But it's okay. happening. Yeah. Okay. This is a great innovation. Yeah. They should pass those out on every Air Canada flight. Keep working on it. Immediately. The mute talk. M-U-talk. Mute talk. Mute and talk at the same time. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. Don't you love when they add new words to the dictionary? Yes, I try to put it into a sentence. Oh, yeah? So give me a word. Is there a new one? Um, you know about? What, what's yeet? Yeet. What's that? I don't know. What, can you explain yeet? What is Anybody yeet? Anybody want to know what yeet yeah, is? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeet. Azalea. Yeet is to violently throw something very hard. To violently throw something. Anyone to go play a game of yeet? I don't know if that's. Is that not the yeet? Okay, violently hard would be like a. I'm I'm talking about like a. Oh, you know what yeet is? I remember reading this now. Okay, it's how you. um, It's like when you're excited about something, and that's your yeet. Exclaim like yeet. Yeet. Okay. That's very different. That's in the dictionary. The Merriam-Webster's dictionary. It's in there. There's two usages for yeet. I'm so excited I could just throw To throw something with force. Ah. Yeet. Okay. Or to me, to me, it sounds like a contraction of, did you eat? Yeet? Yeet. But that's not it. Side hustle. You ever hear people talk about side hustles? Oh, yeah. They do it upstairs all the time when they're supposed to be working on the Marilyn Dennis show and working on something else. It's crazy. The Uh word side hustle is super slang. I know what you're doing. That's a a slang. Like, just even just calling something a hustle. 
is like something from the streets, but like side hustle is now it's been used so much that it's now been added to the dictionary. Mm. And I think also with the gig economy, you know what I'm saying? Like people yeah. Uber and Lyft and all these things. Yes. Essentially for a lot of people, side hustles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's now in the dictionary. Metaverse. Wow. You, we haven't, you haven't even gotten into the metaverse yet, and it's in the dictionary. Yeah. Metaverse is there. Yeah, a persistent virtual environment that allows access to... An inter okay, can't say that word. Interoperability. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. Hang out with. I try. That, I that try to can know that word. Or oh. multiple individual virtual realities. We should have just okay. jumped to that part. Yo, we don't even have space <laughs> in the metaverse yet, and it's in the dictionary. Yeah. How about that? Huge. Video doorbell. I mean, what house doesn't have one of Ring. those now? It's in there Ring now. Sure. Yeah. Janky. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Yo, if something is really suspect, which is another word that has been remixed. Or if something is really, I don't even know, if something's just janky, like, you know, something's not really, oh gosh, you know what's going on Off-putting? Off-putting? Not even off-putting, but it's like... Poor quality. Poor quality, thank you. I almost said bandulu, which is like something, <laughs> like, every Jamaican person is like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, something that's just not of good quality. Okay, so janky. You, like you order something from Amazon and it arrives at your door. And it's not the quality you think it is. Yeah, it's like that kind of bad thing. quality, like bad yeah. plastic. You yeah. know, something that looks like it's gonna fall apart. Oh, it's okay. so janky. But it could also be used, uh, you know, to talk about somebody. Oh, that dude's <laughs> so janky. Like he's just weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's rough. Sus, sus. Uh, check it out. No, sus. Short for suspect. <gasps> like if someone's okay. moving kind of sus in the building. Suspect. Suspicious. 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 Suspect, yeah. Suspicious. In the dictionary now. Sus. Yeah, sus. And uh, another one that maybe you've heard of, a baller. Yeah, talk to me about that. If you're a baller, um, you're somebody who has a lot of money, big lifestyle, you know, you're looking like you uh, command the room. You got a lot of money in your pocket. Is that that, like, that Dwayne the Rock Johnson Ballers that that TV series? Yes, yeah. that's exactly yeah, kind of like that. that. Was, yeah, but the origin of ballers because yeah. the people with the most money mm-hmm. are the ballers, the people who play basketball. Mm-hmm. So that became. You look like you're a baller. Okay. And now it became like. A, so you mean? <laughs> so you mean it? It came from the sports arena. One hundred percent. And yeah. then they were making so much money in their contract. You're a real baller. Yeah, you're a baller. Wow. And now you're balling out of control. <laughs> you're, you're a baller. Got it, got and it. now that is in the dictionary. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Tattooless, right? Yeah. Tattooless myself. Yeah. You. Tied it up. Tied it up. Tat, tat, tat. All over the place. Okay. It hurt. Why have you never gotten a tattoo? I just don't. I, I just, my taste change. So I... You know what I mean? Like in decor? Yeah. So why would I put something on my body and go, oh, I don't like that. You can't get an eraser, right? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Commitment issues. (laughs) (laughs) Just like one day I like it, and one day I'm like, ah. Uh, Yeah. Eh, Maybe not. Mine changes, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm afraid to uh, put something on that, you know, maybe my thoughts or feelings on it change next week. Yes. (laughs) So You got that. Also, the pain kind of concerns me, too. You know, the you know what tattoos are? They take it's a needle that's like vibrating right. into the skin like a couple hundred times a second or whatever it is for a minute. Ouch. Yeah. When you got your tattoos, Azalea. Yeah. The pain. How did you get through that? Is that? Are Are you just I'm one of those people to that? Remember. Do you just love pain like some it's, people? You know how people say that tattoos are addictive. 
like yes. that type of addictive yes. pain. Yeah. I understand where that comes Can from. Can you explain it's what that is? It's not like a pain. It's just like a, oh man, I don't know. It's something you just have to feel. I don't know how to describe it, but the tattoo that I have on my side it has a lot of shading in it. Yeah, yeah. That was a little bit painful, and that was also my first tattoo. And did oh. you get the shading done over and over again in one shot, or did you have to go back a couple no, times? No, no, one shot. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The rest the... of my tattoos are words, so. Do, they, do you take, like, a, something before you have your... No. You don't take don't a Tylenol anything. or anything? Not nothing. that I remember, no. Nothing. She doesn't remember. Maybe she took something she doesn't remember. I probably passed out from the pain. <laughs> I've seen people pass up from the pain. They they talk about passing up from the pain. I don't know. It's too it's too painful for me. I need some like something. Well, check out this tech innovation. Sure. Uh, there's a team at Georgia Tech. Yeah. That has just invented the painless tattoo. How is that possible? What they do is all right. So the process of the tattoo is little ne- uh, a needle. They dip it in ink and then it kind of goes slightly under the uh, the the first surface of the skin uh-huh. into another layer of skin uh-huh. a couple like back and forth many times and it kind of embeds the ink slightly underneath the skin this tattoo if you could picture like a uh, like a sticker on a piece of paper yeah. before you peel the sticker off yes this tattoo has your actual design but it's in the form of tiny little needles that are just ink needles are you decoupaging my arm I, if that's the name of it, yeah. decoupage. Yeah. It's so rather than having little metal needles, they're little microscopic needles of ink. Oh. Then they take the sticker. That's what it looks like. Right. Put it on the area of the skin. The needles of ink go into the skin. They don't hurt, but they stay there, just like a tattoo would. And then you peel. And then you peel it out. You peel it back, and then your design is on your skin. Painless. Wow. Well, that sounds okay. Yeah. That's okay. Still, we can't commit to what the design's going to be, but that's okay. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. I know. I mean, I think I let me know if I'm wrong, tattooed uh, woman over there. <laughs> but part of the fun of getting a tattoo is being able to go to people like I got a tattoo and like acting like you're all tough and like, yeah. The pain, yeah, like when I got my nothing. first one, I was 18, I think, and I remember going out. I was wearing like this belly top, and I'm just like, my Look tattoo. Right. I never show the tattoo now. Clear, obviously, <laughs> it's gone. But or it, it, it it's oh, not yeah. gone. It's private. But the. Uh, the wanting to show people that it's gone. Okay, yeah. got you, got you. But are you still okay with what you put there? It's an azalea flower. Okay, so I that's just feel like uh, that's all right. Yeah, it's okay. fine. It's nothing corny. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum one zero four five. So reverse catfishing. Reverse catfishing is uh, now the new term. Oh, is it? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you know how. With catfishing, you go on a, a dating app, and yeah. somebody will present to be something. You meet them in real life, and they're not that. Right. Very different from what they presented on the app. Right. What people are doing now is they're trying to pleasantly surprise somebody. So imagine, Marilyn, you're on, say, Match.com, okay. and you have your profile up. Yeah. And because you're tired of getting all these people who just want you for your looks and your beauty. Yeah, I know. Same you put story. you put up a bunch of pictures where you look slightly not as put together as you usually do. Maybe hair isn't done, maybe makeup isn't done, maybe even uh you have some like sweats and, you know, bags. Cash. And, yeah, yeah, cash. Yeah. Not the greatest clothing. Then someone matches with you and what you end up doing is when you meet them in person, you come dolled up. Whoa, you look good. Made up, hair yeah, done, right. the greatest clothes. And now the person's like, wow, 
uh, I didn't realize you were this beautiful, this good looking. Are you in for that? Do you think reverse catfishing yeah. is the way to do it? Yeah, I, I, I quite like that because it's the, that's the, the regular me, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I look like uh, when I'm not having to go to an event or something like that. You know, I've had people <clears throat> like um, from, uh, you know, let's say Lionel Richie. I'm going to name drop right here. Yep. He saw me here on this show. Yeah. And then he went to do the Marilyn Dennis show and looked at me and goes, you clean up real good. <laughs> and I thought, all right, I'll take that. I like that. A different and person, right? A different, yeah, it's just, it's just like that's, that's okay. It, but this is, this is what you see right now is what you get. And I think that's normal. But I mean, I'd brush my hair. I'd make sure to put a little bit of makeup on. But it's not like that really dressed up look. What do you think, Azalea? I agree. Yeah. I like the idea of it because... Where, when you're showing all the best parts of yourself, where can you go from there? Yeah. Right? Right. So, right. You set right. the bar at the ceiling. Right. Yeah. So, like, uh, and it's, you want to wow them, don't you, a little bit? Yeah. For yeah. Well, uh, there are some people, one person even on TikTok says yeah. that she makes her Tinder page ugly. Oh, really? She makes sure that she looks really, <laughs> really, like, jacked up and that she wants everyone who actually chooses her for a yeah. date to be pleasantly surprised that... Even though they chose her when she was looking so great yeah. that she looks even better than they thought she would. Let me be clear. Yeah. This is not my driver's license photograph. <laughs> it's a from that. Right. It's like, pa- okay. it's like passport photo yeah. type. Right. It's not like a mugshot. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like a little bit better than that. Uh, but I think it's uh, it's reasonable. I think that's a pretty how, – how would you feel about that? Um, I, I, I mean, it's risky. I mean, yeah. I feel like you get one shot to make a first impression, and a lot of times the, the profile – is the first impression mm-hmm. um so you you do want to you know not for lack of pun but you if you want to catch plenty of fish you got to cast a, a nice looking net but how about maybe in, it's not about that how about how about a little a little reverse catfishing yeah and then maybe just up it a little bit just say oh she goes well, okay even better than okay. i thought yeah yeah, yeah. even and better than when, great and then when you go for the dinner you know or whatever you look fabulous mm-hmm. right you go wow okay yeah. Really good. Yeah, I mean... Uh, do you read the profile that much, though? Do people read the profile that much? Do they look at the picture, then the profile? To, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. People just look at the picture, and then they swipe. Yeah. Look at the picture. It is risky, <laughs> then. Probably it. Well, uh, tell us if you ever matched with somebody, and when you actually met them in real life, yeah. they were much better than they even looked on the uh, on the app. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. 50%. Half. I would say probably even more than half if they did it. Get anxiety and self-conscious just walking into a gym. Yeah. Fitness centers. Yeah. People get anxiety because they are afraid to look foolish or to be looked at while they're working out judged, that's what get judged yes yeah. and that's why a lot of people stay out of the gym yeah well i can tell you you know and especially probably now since they're opening up again and you've maybe gained a couple pounds over uh the lockdown um i've always felt that way i've always felt like not athletically you know prepared i'm the one that wears the stretchy pants which yeah. you're supposed to at the gym a good pair of runners and the biggest oversized uh, you know, uh, Joe Fresh men's T-shirt you can find. Yeah, but with a T-shirt so oversized, your uh, your mobility is, is kind of impeded. You need something a little more close fitting. So I, I, I I I can't. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? that's interesting. And, and you know, so I have like the sports bra, on, but like I'll tie it to the side. But I just need 
you know, I, I'm covering pr- three quarters of my body so you don't look at it. Isn't that funny that I still feel that way? And I, I, I do work out, but it's just like I, I felt, I feel insecure. I and, do. And the thing about that is that p- that place, the gym, is the place where people who want to get fit, yeah, should be. So you shouldn't. Not to say should be, but that's the place for you actually, right, right. and it's the place where you feel the least com- comfortable. Yeah, it's ironic actually. Right. Because everyone who's in the gym, yeah. you know, except for the few that have like mastered it, mm-hmm. is trying to get fit. Yeah, exactly. So it's your own self-talk yeah. more than anything. I mean, there are some gyms that are a little judgy Judgerton in the past that I've attended. But uh, honestly, I think that's why. And the other thing, too, is I get anxiety uh, a little bit when I have to go to a gym. I know I have like a 2 o'clock appointment, and I get anxiety trying to find parking. And that yeah. just gets me all – That that's when the whole thing starts. That's the whole uh... – calculation of time that it takes to be there. Yeah, they could be there at 2 o'clock. But no one is happier than I am after the session is over. I feel so good that I did it. I'm guaranteed a great night's sleep. And uh, uh, I didn't spend a lot on my outfit. Well, for those who get, <laughs> for those who still get that anxiety going to the gym, yeah. TikTok is the place for you. Mm. Uh, creators have come up with what they call shy girl workouts. Oh. Shy girl workouts. <laughs> uh Fit Pie Fitness and Stephanie Besna, the she's the uh, the creator that shows that uh, even if you're self conscious about being the, at the gym, there are certain workouts that you could do that kind of make it not look as awkward. Okay. Shy girl workouts. Uh, some people are saying they're very very helpful, and people are saying that these are workouts that you could do anywhere, even when you're not in the gym, if you want to do them at home. Shy girl workouts. Wow, I like that. Mm-hmm. So we're so the, for the fact that they've come up with that name. That so many of us are feeling shy about it, that we're feeling insecure about it, but we know it's the best thing for us to work out. Yep. Well, uh, you could check the uh, hashtag shy girl workouts if you're trying to find any of those workouts. Any shy guys out there? Uh, plenty of shy guys, especially <laughs> when you see the dude with the big 45 plates next to you, and I'm just carrying my 25s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you? Yeah, I would guess that. Guys, look at the numbers. Yeah. I'm looking to see if I can <laughs> bend over. Guys, look like at the amount of plates you have on your on your on your barbell. Yeah. They're like, uh, really, bro? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get definition. I'm not. I'm not trying to get pumped. I'm going for definition. That's why I'm using these five pounders. I love it. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. When people don't like you, it's usually hard to get confirmation of the dislike because you know nobody wants to be upfront about their feelings. Everyone's kind of trying to fake it till they make it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless you guys have an outward conflict. That's when you can get confirmation of, you know, this person's true feelings about you. But outside of that, it's pretty hard. There is a method that we've stumbled upon on TikTok, and it's a method called disturbing the snake. This is something you can do with the people in your life that you suspect do not like you. Is there anyone in your life, Marilyn, that you think maybe has an ill feeling of you? Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> like, all right. 100%. Well, I think we all do to a degree. Well, I think, yeah. And some of them... I really don't care about. Okay. Because it's not close friends. Okay. Is there anyone that you're on the fence about? You're like, I'm not sure how this person feels about me. No. Okay. Not right now. Well, if there is, this is what you do. Take a listen to the uh, 
the uh, disturbing the snake method. This technique is called startling the snakes. When you have a suspicion someone secretly dislikes you, say something to them that can be perceived as either superficially polite or subtly insulting. Hey, nice outfit. A friend will take this as simply a superficial compliment. Thanks, I love this shirt. A secret enemy will interpret this negatively and lash out. What do you mean, nice outfit? Look at how you're dressed. Any strong negative response will open you up to what's boiling right under their surface and make you aware. Wow. Okay, that that I had to, I had to listen to that like this the third or fourth time. What do you think? Because I had to. It's such an unusual way. So, you explain it now. Okay. So, basically, this person is saying that if someone secretly dislikes you, yeah, that contempt for you is is small boy like boiling under the surface of the skin, and if you want to just raise it up a notch, all you do is say something to them to like, hey, uh, nice hair. Yeah. Very neutral comment, neither here nor there. What you're doing now is getting a reaction from them based on how they feel about you. Yes. So if I say, nice hair, and the person says, what do you mean by that? Yeah. That means they already think that you are not a great person. They uh, don't like you. They don't like you. So they assume anything you say is already something negative, when really what you said was really neutral. Was really nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. Neutral, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's happened to me a couple of times. Hey, look at those shoes. Yeah. That's a good one. Look at those shoes. They look great today. I like that outfit. Look at those shoes. What do you mean, look at those shoes? What do you mean, look at those shoes? (laughs) What are you trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, And, and, and you think sometimes it's just you. Yeah. But sometimes other people get the same reaction from that person. You're going, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's a problem there, too. Interesting dynamic, huh? Disturbing the snake? Is that what they call it? Dis- startling the snake. Startle those snakes in your life. Turn up. Marilyn Dennison Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. When I am annoyed at something or somebody or even myself, Denzel Washington. Comes into your brain. It's Denzel. He's the voice in my head. Yeah. Narrating my my <laughs> angst. It's like it's like a movie trailer. Yeah. And he's your movie trailer voiceover. Yeah. And it's like him in Training Day. Oh. <laughs> what you, wow. That's a that's a that's a tough role, and that was an excellent movie. Exactly. That's exactly. a tough Denzel in that one. Who, yeah. who is the voice in your head? I think everyone has some yeah. kind of voice. Yeah. If it's not your own voice, there yeah. is a voice in your head that you use. Yeah. When you're having these conversations. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. I have two, actually. And they, they split because they, they each have their category of why. Uh, if we're talking money, investment, that kind of stuff, and, you know, should I buy this or should I buy that? for Like when it talk like housing and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. My dad. Oh, there it is. My dad. Was he a strong character oh, yeah. in that? In that uh... Very strong character, you know. And he surprised me sometimes with some of the answers he gave me. But when it comes to, you know, pouring a glass of wine... Should I buy another black dress? <laughs> what about the... It's my mother. Oh, look at that. Marilyn, do you really need another glass of wine? Don't look. you think that's enough? That's what I hear. That's what you hear. I go, yeah. And I say out loud, I know I'm having another glass of wine. It's Friday. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> I just do because you I speak, feel you her speak spirit. Back, you speak I, back to the voice? I do speak to her voice because I know. I know. I, I do hear that. Yeah. Voice in your head. Is there a character <laughs> that plays when, when you're talking? You know, I want to say that it's still me, but it's like the bad gal version of the, me. The, oh. You know? The, the ton up version of you. Right. Oh. So if I'm mad about something or whatever, or similarly, if I want to buy something, but then that voice says like, yeah, yeah you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you deserve it. Get it. Is there another name for that? Money will come back. Yeah.
I don't know. No, oh, I don't. You, it's always a I'll just say, yeah, it's just me. It's just, I don't know, more confident version. Yeah. The one that's sure. The one that's sure, that's sure that things are going to be okay. And thinks you've got all if the money buy, in the world. Right. You know, the rich some, azalea. The rich azalea in yeah. my head, yes. Right. Do you know there's some people who don't hear a voice in their head when they, when they like, through the day? I, I, I wow. Very specific I thing. There's some people. If you're one of those people, let us know. Yeah. I wonder what that's like because I just love talking to myself. I just, right, I like just if you're home myself. and you're just thinking like, yeah. okay, I got to do the dishes, da, da 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 and you're thinking in your head, they, yeah. they don't have that voice. Can you See, imagine? And I have the Marilyn voice. Uh-huh. Right. And then there's the Carolyn voice. Who's Carolyn? Carolyn? Well, Marilyn voice. is me. Okay. Carolyn is like, you oh. got to get this done. Okay. Alter get this ego? Done. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, Carolyn. it's like, you know, Beyonce <laughs> has one too, right? Sasha Fierce. I know. <laughs> but then there's the there's a judgmental or guidance thing of my parents. Yeah, right. yeah. So I, that's why I said to you at the beginning, like, I have a couple of voices, but they're within the family. They're not like a movie star. Very interesting. Very (laughs) interesting. Well, let us know if there is a voice or if it's just a blank space. Wow. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. No inner monologue. No voice in your head. It's actually a real condition. It's called aphantasia, if I'm reading it correctly. It's uh, sometimes called blindness of the mind's eye. How about that? Oh, that's interesting. I've yeah. never heard about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, if you experience that, you can't have visualizations in your mind. You oh. can't mentally picture things. Like things like, just picture your bedroom. I can see my bedroom right now. Yeah. Some people can't do that. that. Some people can't talk to themselves in their head. They have to always speak out loud or write mm. it down. Interesting. Must be a really, really challenging. I mean, if you think about how many times, even you, maybe in your car right now, Listening to the show, if you're by yourself, when we're talking to you, you're probably just talking back to us, right? Yeah. How many times have you gone, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, but you said it right. in your head. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't it's it be great if we could talk back to them? I don't know. <laughs> I hope that's coming soon. Are you really wearing that to work today? Just what are you doing? <laughs> Put on your blinker. Don't don't listen. Don't be surprised. One day that's going to happen. Can you imagine if we could talk back to them oh on the radio? Oh my gosh, it's so great. Hey, speed it up, speed it up. Come on, you don't see go. that blue Toyota in front of you? Come on, come on, hurry up, hurry up. I would love that. All right. Well, some people don't have the inner monologue. Yeah. And many people do. Who do they hear? Uh, someone just said that they hear Viola Davis mm-hmm. in their head. Can you imagine having such a strong voice in your head? You could never be late for work. Never. <laughs> you could never not wake up. <sighs> Great. Now, the person says, um, I have a few voices in my head, says the texter. All depends on what I'm talking to myself about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I use a British accent. Oh. How funny is that? It's like I actually, on, on your ways. You know, you I, it? Yeah, you yeah. can change the accent. I actually hear a Jamaican accent in my head when I, when I speak to myself many well, times. It's interesting because many when times. I talk to people that are, for example, like when we interview people and they're bilingual, I yeah, say, yeah. Do, you, do you speak those thoughts in your native language or, or do you dream? Uh, That's a good question. Some people do. do. They do. Yeah, some they people, do. like if they speak French and yeah. English or yeah. Spanish and English, they'll, right. and you'll catch them every now and then. Because they'll be like, uh, uh, because what they're doing, they're trying to translate yeah. into what they're trying to talk to you. That's amazing to me. I, sometimes I do it on the show. I'm like yeah. talking, and I'm, I, did, I think I did it yesterday. I was like, wait, what do I want to say? And I had to switch. Mm. It's about to tell you some like off Patois Jamaican word. Yeah, I was right. like, no one's yeah. going to know what I'm saying. Right. And I have to switch it. Interesting. Okay. Another texter says, James Earl Jones is the voice they hit in their head. Uh, well, you said but that you yesterday. you said that yesterday, yeah. Someone just texted it. You can't steal my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you, like said, you said Denzel today, but yesterday you said J- James, James Earl Jones. So I'm going to say very strong male 
voices yeah. in your head. Yeah, try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try. They and stay a little there. bit of Star Wars in there. <laughs> let's not. Let's face it, right? <laughs> Can you imagine? I hear Darth Vader all day. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, to the voices in your head, keep them going. Have good talks and good thoughts. Positive talks in your head, by the way, too. That's very important, right? Right? Yep. Very important. Speak positively to yourself because thoughts become things, and you want those things to be positive. Mm-hmm. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. This is a situation many of you maybe have found yourselves in on a flight, and if you haven't, you probably will at some point, either on the family side or on the individual side. Mm-hmm. There there comes a time when you're traveling with your family and sometimes the family gets separated on a plane. Right. Because maybe someone didn't book their seat in advance or just because sometimes That's airlines just scatter people. Right. And it's availability too. By availability too. Yeah, that yeah, it really yeah. could happen. So right. just picture this. You're traveling with your family and then you get to the, the gate and you realize that you're not sat together. <sighs> okay. So you have a choice. Either we go on this long flight from... Blah, 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 to Greece. Ten hours. Ten hours. That's what this flight was. Mm -hmm. Separated as a family. Maybe one of our kids is sitting by themselves with nobody wants. Right. Uh, Or maybe you're not sitting with your kid. Or you ask another passenger, hey, do you mind switching seats with us so that our family could sit together? That's what this passenger did. Uh, And they asked a gentleman. And the funny thing about his seat was he booked his specific seat on this flight because... He wanted to sit in a more comfortable chair. For 10 which, hours. For 10 hours. Yeah. Which costs a little more these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he bought the more expensive seat, and he also bought a seat on the plane that was further ahead on the plane so that when he arrived in Greece after this 10-hour flight, he could be one of the first to get off, mm. grab his, his bags, get the baggage. And go. Go. He bought a convenience seat. Okay? So he decided to post in the M-I-N-A-hole section of Reddit because he was called that. Mm-hmm. For a- answering no when he asked, when 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 there was a woman who asked, can I, my three, my husband and two kids are sitting yes. in a section. Do you mind switching seats? Now that meant twenty rows back. Right. He said, no. He said no. I'm actually not going to. And she was furious and called him a name. Yes. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> no. did she ever? She did, and it caused a scene on the plane. Uh-huh. Now, most times when this happens, when I've flown. People usually say, hey, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. up and they do it. It's in the same section. Yeah, it's yeah. in the same section. Yeah. But he said on this particular flight he would not do this for the for the, uh, the right. reasons laid out before. Right. He bought a more expensive seat, and he didn't want to take the 10-hour flight, waste his money that he already paid for. That was his plan, right, right, and he wanted right, to stick right. to it. What do you think? I think he was totally fair to say, I'm sorry I'm not able to do this. Yeah. All right? And I think she lost her mind because she thought he would. Yeah. And uh, no matter how it led up to didn't book the right tickets or something happened at the gate or whatever, um, uh, you know, uh, he did the right thing. He paid for extra seats. Now, if you're in the same section yeah. and, you know, you want to maybe switch because your partner's sitting there or your little kid's sitting there, I totally get that. I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. I, 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 You know me. I love 12C. Foot is in first class. But one day I was in first class and I thought, you know what? This is fun. I'm going to go to Arizona. Okay, this is going to be great. Whatever. Window seat. Going to see the Grand Canyon. Lady says, oh, my God, I see her, her, her son sitting next to me, like stretching to see his mother down the aisle. Right? Okay, okay. I said, I said, hey, do you want to sit with your mom? Yeah. 
And he goes, yeah. So we switched seats, and I got an aisle seat, and I didn't see the Grand Canyon. But it was in the same section. Gotcha. So that's okay. But this is 20 rows back. And I don't mind her asking, but her reaction was awful. Her reaction was pretty bad, To the apparently. point where the husband had to apologize to the guy with the comfort seat to say, I'm so sorry about yeah. what he did. Well, he even took the Reddit to figure out, is yeah. he really what he was called? Is he? <laughs> you, um, what do you think, Jamar? Um, I have a split decision on this one. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. Would Harry Styles have given up his seat? No. no. Harry Styles would have been on a, on a private. Yes. Not... Right. Not flying commercial. That's why they do that. Um, so what would you have done if a person asked you to move your seat on a plane so or switch seats with them yeah. so that they could be united with the family, yeah. sitting next to their family? There's three members of the family, and the fourth one was the mother. Can you move the seat? Well, by the way, it was it's like that person that was asked. Yes. I don't know why he was asked particularly, but it was right there in that row, right? Yes. So 20 rows back is where she was sitting. Yes. She wants so to sit with her would, family. You've had time over Harry Styles to think about what you do. Okay. I bought an extra seat. It's extra money. I'm going to Greece. It's 10 hours. You. Let me be very honest with you. In real time, in real time, I probably would have been the very gullible guy and give, given up the seat. Because I, I would have forgotten that I paid extra. That's me. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 go ahead. And then uh, give up the seat and be like, wait, I paid extra for this seat. No. And by then, it's yeah, too late. That honestly would have happened to me. Yeah. So it, it's... But, uh, would it take off? You would have noticed that, or probably five hours in. Maybe, maybe I have to take up and be like, "Ooh, this is the upgraded seat I bought." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's probably just like the one that's in the exit <laughs> row or something like that. And I would have just flushed seventy-five bucks down the toilet. Uh-huh. Um, if I had time to think about it, what I really would have done would have would would be to look at her her seat and see where she was, and see if the issue was that if a kid was separated by themselves, yeah, or if it was just an adult sitting by themselves, yeah. If a kid was by themselves, I 100% would have given the seat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I'm now a, a dad, and I know the stress of having to fly with the family. And you know, if our seats are not together, yeah. from the moment we get to the airport, we're like, "Hey, we need this changed," and it's just yeah. stress. Right, it's right. just stressful. So yeah. I get that. But if it was merely just an adult by themselves, an inconvenience, and I, had, if I had paid for the seat. I probably would have kept the seat yeah, yeah. had I not been so gullible and forgotten that I had paid for it. But you're right. At the moment, of the moment. Yeah, in the moment. You know? you, you, and I'm not trying to be like, no, I'm no, Mr. No, nice Guy, no, but no. I would have forgotten. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 take it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I'm not going 20 rows back if I pay for the comfort seat. That's I hear you. Yeah. I don't want to be mean about it. I said, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Yeah. But her reaction was quite uh, violent. <laughs> she blew up at him. She did. So much that he decided to take the internet to figure yeah. out, was he in indeed what he was called yeah yeah uh, people are torn on that one yeah well actually it seems like the majority of people listening to the show right now say that he was uh in he was the just, right he was in the right he was yeah i think so. yeah 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 jamar so. jamar would have noticed until five hours in going oh man no <laughs> <laughs> and demanded a refund so i don't know uh you may find yourself in that situation figure out what you're gonna do early Marilyn, dennis and jamar podcast chum 104.5 podcast